What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Riding the Pine. Jack Ridenour back with you all today, and as always, we have another phenomenal episode in store for everyone at home, but before I get into all of that, let's take a quick peek into the last episode. I was joined by a member of the minor league baseball world, but also a member of the broadcasting world, current director of media relations and broadcasting for the Oklahoma City Dodgers, Alex Friedman. Alex and I got into his career as a broadcaster and why he did not want to initially get into broadcasting when he was in college, what his career has been like in broadcasting, and how he was able to land the current position that he has right now with the Dodgers, and so much more. So if you want to hear about Alex's career in broadcasting and about the Oklahoma City Dodgers, go check out episode 243 and all 243 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now getting into today, we'll be joined by another great guest, but this guest coming from the college football world. Current football player for the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers, Josiah Stewart. Josiah and I get into his incredible freshman season last year at Coastal Carolina and how he was able to have such a smooth transition from high school to college, what he's been doing this summer to try and continue on that standard that he set for himself from last year and what he's built on from last year heading into this season and so much more. So if you want to hear about the Chanticleers football program and about Josiah's incredible career and his incredible season last year as a freshman, don't go anywhere because here comes Josiah Stewart. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current Coastal Carolina football player, Josiah Stewart. Josiah, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? Going great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, my friend. Well, hey, listen, I really appreciate you stopping by today because I know that you're probably getting very geared up. I mean, what football season is basically here, but games don't yeah. start for another couple of weeks or so. How excited are you to get back out there? I can't wait, man. It's feel like season just ended and now we're already here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. That's awesome. Well, how has this preseason been for you and for the team? And, you know, what's this summer been like for you overall? Uh, it's been good. You know, I, uh, as a team, you know, we've been uh, working together as, you know, creating a new unit, you know, a new family. Uh, you know, we had a, a lot of people leave uh, this year. So just building that new culture and keeping that culture rolling is our main goal. So what is that like having a lot of people coming in, a lot of, you know, new faces, but also people stepping up into new roles? How have you kind of taken upon yourself to be a leader and somebody as a returner that can kind of guide everybody that's new on the team? Yeah, so I try to uh, spread my experiences around with all the guys, uh, new guys coming in, uh, freshman guys coming in, you know, just tell them my experiences, you know, give them good advice, you know, keep everything rolling. Well, that's great. I think that's awesome. And it's also important that, you know, you as a somebody that had a big role last year coming back again and a familiar face for for everybody to kind of know and and get to know. But I want to get into the a lot of the preseason notoriety that you've been getting from the Sun Belt and really from a lot of other outlets. Has that kind of changed or impacted the way that you're preparing for this upcoming season? Or are you going about it the same way you did a year ago as a freshman? Yeah, no, not really. You know, I'm just taking it uh, step by step the same way you know those preseason awards are all nice and all but you know at the end of the day I'm here to win and uh, whatever them accolades come you know they'll come so I'm just focusing on winning 
That's awesome. I think that's also, you know, a great attitude to have a lot of people. I think at times, you know, they get consumed by that, right? They see it on their phone of friends are talking about it. Teammates are talking about it. And I think that being able to kind of put that to the side and focus on that goal of winning is so important. What is this routine like for you right now in the preseason? I mean, what's the day to day look like? And then how does that change or how is it going to change once the season officially starts? Well, I, you know, right now we're in camp. So, you know, we're here all day, you know, grinding, meetings, practice, uh, but once the school starts, you know, we're back in class, you know, lifts in the morning and then, you know, grinding in the afternoon and practice and practice. So uh, I feel like uh, my schedule will probably change a little bit just because, you know, I'm not here all day in camp. But, you know, same old, same old grind. So how is it during the school year? And I know that you've already had one year, you know, to kind of balance it. But between school and, and football, what does that balance look like? I think a lot of people, you know, everybody that's not a student athlete doesn't understand the challenges that are, you know, that, that happen with that. So what is that like for you? And, and, and how does that kind of look like in terms of just your, your schedule for school as well as football? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it does get hard, obviously, you know, tests, all that stuff. Uh, but you know, we have, uh, academic advisors helping us out every day, making sure we're on task. And as long as I know my goal, I know I need, I need to do the right things and, uh, get my stuff in order. So, you know, I bang on all the work I need to do in early in the week. And so I focus on uh, football, the rest of the week. Yeah. Time management. That's, that's something that I say all the time. I'm sure that you've had that uh, shared with you a million times over and over. I've had that shared with me over and over as well. Time management. Once you go to college, it is uh, truly, I think one of the greatest assets that you can have. Um, but I want to get into your career, my friend, and just kind of work our, work our way to how you are and, and where you are today and how you got to where you are today. What ultimately led you wanting to, to go into coastal Carolina and continue your football career there? Uh, really was um, and a familiar face in Isaiah Likely. You know, uh, before that, I was committed to a different school and uh, I had decommitted and, you know, just looking for a new home. And I know Isaiah. Um, so I got interested in Coastal, sent him my film. And I also knew Gerard Clark because he's also from uh, my area, too. So just knowing them familiar faces, you know, down south, nice weather. And I just wanted to see something new. Yeah. Nice weather for sure. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm very jealous of that. I'm here in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's warm here. I mean, it's the summertime, yeah. right? But yeah. uh, you know, we'll have a different conversation when it's December and you, you're yeah. wearing shorts and t-shirts <laughs> probably still, and I will be in a, a hoodie and probably having other two, uh, two or three other layers on top yeah. of that. But uh, it's also be very interesting about your, your football career, especially in high school, your senior year gets canceled because of COVID. I'm sure that probably had a big impact in just how, you know, recruiting was and being able to get on the field and yeah. so on and getting in front of coaches. What was it like having COVID cancel your, your senior year of football season? And how did you kind of have to, you know, re retract a little bit and, and go in a different direction? Yeah, it was tough. You know, it really hurt having our season canceled because I, I, I had high expectations for myself going into my senior year. But, uh, you know, I just took it on the chin and just grinded. You know, uh, when I found out it got canceled, uh, recruiting was hard because uh, I, didn't, I didn't, uh, was not committed at the time to any school. So uh, all the camps I was planning on got canceled, visits got canceled. So at that point, it was just up to me now, uh, working out every day, uh, working with my old D-line coach and you know, talking to other schools uh, myself. So that was about it. So in terms of just getting you know, yourself in front of other collegiate coaches, I'm guessing lots of film? Yeah, uh, sending film out, uh, just texting coaches that I knew from old schools. So I, I, I want to, in terms of just how, you know, maybe other friends or teammates of yours that you had in high school kind of went about it in that same, you know, way getting recruited and whatnot. Did you find that you were doing things very similar to how they were doing, or do you feel that you were being more proactive than most? 
Uh, I probably uh, probably equal. You know, um, obviously they probably didn't have the same COVID situation that I had, so their route probably was a little easier. You know, just getting in front of coaches and you know that uh, recruiting deadline and stuff. But uh, I mean, I'd say it was pretty equal. Now, in terms of when you get to Coastal Carolina, you arrive and then obviously heading into, you know, last season and whatnot, what was that preparation like for you, especially when, you know, you hadn't really played competitive football in that kind of environment, you know, for a season, for a school, for really anyone in over a year, how did that kind of impact how you were, you know, preparing for the season? And did you feel that, you know, the first week or two of, of training camp last year, you were maybe a step behind it all just because of the lack of, of, of reps that you were getting? Um, not really. Um, like coming into camp, uh, like I said, I was working out every day, you know, getting all my technique down just so I stay uh, to my T and not rusty at all. So uh, I came into camp pretty fresh. Um, I didn't have high expectations. I didn't expect to get where I was, but, you know, God let me into this right place. So when you were during that, you know, 2020, 2021 kind of time when, when COVID's impacting things and, and gyms are shut down too, yeah. I mean, what was that like with, with training? I mean, that had to have been probably an even yeah. bigger nightmare. Uh, I had to work out in my um, high school stadium basement, actually. Uh, they had like a little uh, a few racks set up, a couple of dumbbells in there. So I would just work out in there uh, in the mornings. And then after that, I would just hit the field, work on some technique, get offs, uh, all that stuff. Man, that had to have been so, so challenging. I mean, were, were, what were some other challenges that, that I mean, again, that's got to be such a just a shocking thing for you to have to go through, right? I mean, it's your senior year. You hadn't committed yet, right? So a lot of things are still up in the air. I mean, what were some other challenges that you had to go through during that season? Uh, just worrying about where I was going to go, you know, worrying about if I would even find a school. Um, but I'm thankful that God let me into this right place and, you know, gave me this opportunity. Yeah, well, you've definitely taken full advantage of the opportunity, my friend. You had a great season last year at Coastal Carolina. We'll get into that in a minute, but I want to hear what were some of the adjustments you had to make both on the field and off the field when you first arrived as a freshman at Coastal? Uh, just my mindset, you know, obviously coming in, uh, had like a little uh, young mindset. You know, wasn't really sure how things worked, but I, I had adapted um, just playing faster you know, working on technique. Because, you know, in high school, you know, you're like the superstar on your team. You know, you don't need to worry about much stuff. But as you get into college, you know, things change. You know, it's more assignment-based football. So just, you know, adapting to that. I always like to ask us this question because I think it's a, a very interesting point in all, all players' careers. Did you have a moment last year where it was kind of a, hey, welcome to college football there, freshman, almost kind of, hey, welcome to the league, uh, you know, rookie kind of idea? I mean, did you have any of those moments where it was like, this is not high school football anymore. Yeah. Um, first game against Citadel, I probably had maybe five snaps, six snaps that game. And I remember first play, uh, I get in, uh, they snap the ball. I'm coming off and I, my head's not on a swivel. And <laughs> I just get popped by a pulling guard. And uh, that was the moment where I realized, you know, this is not a game no more. You know, this is, this is football. This is real now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that has got to be a, a big, I mean, how, what was it like getting off the field after that? I mean, it wasn't that bad. It, I kind of like laughed it off and realized, yeah, like, you know, this is serious now. But you know, I just, you know, laughed at it. Yeah, it's a big, big difference from high school to college. Yeah. Uh, the big, big difference from high school to college. But as the season goes on, you continue to to make a, a great adjustment, smooth transition, breaking numerous records. You, you, you broke the Coastal Carolina single season program record for sacks. 
I got to hear what all that is like for you, especially as a freshman, right? I mean, that's a lot of, you know, notoriety, a lot of attention. What was it like to get all of that publicity towards you, especially in your first year? It felt great. You know, I just, it felt great to make my mom proud. Uh, it felt great because like I said, uh, I didn't expect any of this really. Uh, I just got thrown into the fire, took my opportunity and I, I, I ran with it. I ran fast with it. So uh, I'm thinking for the, for the old players, you know, Jeff Gunner, CJ Brewer, they really uh, helped me out uh, to adapt and really get used to this defense and playing fast. Now, did you have any idea that you were approaching the program single season for sack record? I mean, was that on your mind at all? No, not at all. Um, I was really focused on what I keep on being consistent. That was my main goal. If I can keep on staying consistent and do what I do uh, on and off the field. So when that, when you break that record, I mean, were you aware that you had broken the record or did you like find it out after the fact? Uh, no, I knew cause I remember I was at 10, I believe, and I just needed one more to, to break it. And then, I mean, at that point I knew uh, my teammates were cheering me on. They said, Hey, you just broke the record. And I, you know, that's when I really felt it. That's when I really realized, hey, I'm I'm doing this now. Yeah, that's all. I'm I'm hoping you got the game ball for that game, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was gonna say if you didn't get the game ball Actually, for that, that there'd be there'd be a yeah. little bit of a problem there. Uh, but that's that's really awesome, especially you know again. I know you had mentioned how that was that first instance where you really got blindsided there, but then all of a sudden you make that adjustment. And again, as a freshman, I mean, that's, that's what's so impressive is that it's a smooth transition for you. Now I know that you had a little bit of a position change this past spring and spring ball going from, you know, more of a, a defensive, a defensive end position over to more of a hybrid position, more of a bandit position. So yeah. what's that been like for you? And I mean, have you had any sort of adjustments that you've needed to make in the defensive playbook? Um, not really. Um, our defense uh, is pretty simple uh, in terms of, you know, position wise and in, in our bandit position. Um, just getting used to it. Uh, I have adapted pretty quick to it, so I'm not really worried about anything. What are some of the things in that new position that you've had to you get, get adapted to the most, do you feel? Uh, I would say dropping into coverage. Uh, I used to do it in high school a little bit, but uh, just you know, perfecting it was probably something I had to get used to a little more. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be such a quick instinct kind of thing, right? I mean, you yeah. have a fraction of a second to to decide that. Now, is there anything that you've started to develop or any sort of trick that you've started to get used to where you can kind of have a better read of what the quarterback's going to do? Yeah, just having my eyes locked on the quarterback, uh, you know, reading his shoulders uh, where, where he opens up, you know, his three-step drop. If it's going to be a quick out, you know, I know he's going to drop back quick and open his shoulders. So just uh, keying my eyes and having, the, you know, good eyes. Now, are you are you having a lot of conversations with with D backs? Because I'm sure, you know, they're probably doing that same exact thing. But again, you in a different position of the field and a, di a different you know position overall. Are you getting advice from them also on kind of how to read the quarterback? Yeah, all, all the time. I ask my, uh, our corners and safeties that like, you know, what are you keying on specifically in coverage? And uh, like, how do you break on it? And, you know, how do you get good reads and run or pass? Yeah. I mean, again, that's such a, a, a bang, bang type of thing, right? You have a, a very little time to, to decide what you're going to do and what move you're going yeah. to make, but going into this season, I'm sure there's some teams that, you know, you've already had a year to kind of get used to, but which teams are you most excited to go up against heading into this season? Uh, App State, you know, I can't wait to get on App State, you know, there's enough said about that, you know, what's going on there uh, and Georgia state, uh, those two teams and Virginia, uh, just, just cause it's a new competition you know, power five. So, you know, we, I can't wait to get out of them. 
Yeah, that'll be that'll be very very exciting, and and especially with it being a power five, you know, school that you get to go up against, great test, right? I mean, a great test for yeah. you and everybody else to see, you know, what that you know level of talent is like at that level. But uh, Josiah, you've been awesome to get on the show today, my friend. Before I let you go, one last little question, and it kind of involves an epiphany, a realization, if you will, as to when you realized you could play football at the Division One level and really excel at it. So for you, when did that click, and you said, "I can definitely do this"? Uh, I would say probably like practice 10 or 11 uh last fall camp uh i'd already surprised myself i surprised the coaches and i realized you know if i keep working you know my opportunity is going to come and i can do this i can pull this off well it's awesome my friend that you've been able to take advantage of that those opportunities and hey like you said you've been able to run with them so i really appreciate you stopping by today thanks so much good luck the rest of training camp and good luck this season my friend thank you appreciate you thank you thanks for having me And there he goes, Josiah Stewart, another fantastic episode today, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Ride in the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at RideThePine20, RTP all capital, Instagram at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore, and on TikTok at RidingThePine, all lowercase, for all of the latest updates on episodes and content to come. All 244 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews on Apple. And again, folks, get really excited. We're going to bring MLB Mondays back very soon. We're going to get some good guests on and we're definitely going to be talking a lot about some playoff baseball as the season winds down. And we've also got some great stuff coming up with football season around the corner. So get really geared up, folks. A lot of things are happening here on the bench. But once again, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. And until next time on Riding the Pine, keep on sitting the bench with me.